Better Words. Better Words. Better Words. Hey, thanks for coming on board for another episode of Better Words. So I'm going to be taking a look at a couple of words today that people tend to use interchangeably from time to time. One of them, I think, describes somebody who is thoughtful and aware of what's happening around them. And the other one is someone who is more beholden to what could happen to them. So the two words today are cautious and afraid. Cautious. Adjective. Of a person. Careful to avoid potential problems or dangers. Of an action. Characterized by the desire to avoid potential problems. Afraid. Adjective. Feeling fear or anxiety. Frightened. Worried that something undesirable will occur or be done. Unwilling or reluctant to do something for fear of the consequences. So that was my uh, oldest daughter, Jessica, with Cautious and Afraid. Was my youngest daughter, Amelia. It's interesting when I think in terms of the whole idea versus cautious and afraid. My middle daughter, actually, her name is Rebecca. She isn't part of the recording. I'm sure she'll be doing some in the future. She's getting her driver's license. And we've been going through the entire process of you know getting the practice hours that are required in addition to her going to driver's ed and dealing with all of the different driving conditions that you wind up dealing with as you go. And as a parent, I've been very alert and aware of the way that I've been trying to sit in the passenger side next to her, coaxing her and, and helping her and, and reassuring her and supporting her uh, through the driving process, all at the same time, you know, letting her know, hey, you're about to hit a mailbox on the right, or, you know, you better, better hit the brakes, or boy, you got to go now. And it's, it's a challenge because I want, obviously, for my daughter to be a, an excellent driver. My oldest daughter uh, is a very good driver. Um, the one thing they seem to be having in common at this point is they are both very cautious, so defensive, uh, as it were. Um, the thing that I always get concerned about is a kid that's afraid of driving. Or when I was younger, um, I know I had a bit of a fear of driving. I didn't get my license for quite some time mostly because of my fear of what could happen if something went wrong. So rather than being cautious, I, I tended to avoid doing it at all. I had a couple of friends who were older than me who had licenses, shout out to Jim, um, who got me all over the place. So I really didn't need to wind up driving. And as a result, I, I think I became more fearful of it. I was afraid of what could wind up happening. Well, Rebecca has, has gotten excellent at driving, I'd like to think hopefully in some part because of the way that I've been trying to help her learn how to drive and, and understand either the rules of the road or the situations or the speed and the rates and, and getting comfortable with moving quickly, moving with the flow of traffic, trying to cut down all of the distractors that can be involved, all the variables that can get inside your head when you're driving. I, I guess a, a good deal of that is probably comes out of my, my education background. I've been teaching for a couple of decades now. Uh, my father was a teacher before me. He's kind of the, the greatest teacher from uh, my, my childhood hometown. I actually had him in English class. And one of the things that you really come to learn in education is that while you want kids to be aware and alert and concerned about upcoming tests or what the consequences are, you don't want them being afraid. No one ever performs well when they're scared. I bring that sometimes back to uh, you know playing baseball. In fact, this weekend, I know I mentioned it last, last podcast, 
I played that ball game, and we played it against a team that just has a bunch of guys that can just mash the ball. And I play third base, so you're you're playing closest to these big right-handed hitters that are really teeing off, and they tend to blast balls down your throat. And at the beginning of the game, and and in general, I, I tend to play the game cautious. I'll I'll play back for guys that I know are very strong, or I'll play in for guys that I think might drop down bunts. And as the game went on, and I just kept getting riddled with screaming ground ball after screaming ground ball, I have to stay, say I started playing the game a little bit afraid. The last couple of ground balls that came screaming my way, I stopped thinking about how to handle them or, or what I could do in order to do the best job of playing them and started just being fearful of what's the worst thing that could happen. In fact, the last ground ball that went screaming through me um, and, and ended the game because we got 12 run rules, we got destroyed, was a ball that I should have been able to handle in some way. But I was so terrified of this thing coming at 100 miles an hour that I basically went into like a catcher's crouch to block it, and the thing bounced up over my shoulder and went out into the outfield. So, you know, kind of lesson learned to myself is that no matter how difficult something is if you take it from the standpoint of being afraid of it you're probably not going to be successful the, the the odds of being successful are much less because you're starting to rely on what's happening around you and you're hopeful i guess that things will bounce the way you want i found myself actually anticipating a certain kind of grounder that would come to me rather than just looking at the thing and reacting to it and making the fielding play whereas on the flip side of it from a hitter's standpoint the pitcher that they threw against us was an outstanding pitcher he had a good slider and curveball and a good fastball and I had no fear of it at all I was cautious I didn't go up there swinging from my heels but I took what was given to me what was thrown to me and I just smacked it around the ballpark a little bit so hopefully thinking in terms of the difference between cautious versus afraid if you find yourself afraid of something and and I tend to find myself afraid of things every now and then as well I'm human even though you know I'm in my 40s it's kind of important to ask yourself, what is it that you're actually afraid of? Because so frequently that fear is something that's irrational. I mean, I was afraid of, you know, a ball ripping by me, but I wasn't really afraid of a ball hitting me. So what am I afraid of? You know, you start to realize you're afraid of mishandling a ball. You're afraid of letting your teammates down. You know, so if you can turn that to the mindset of, I'm not going to be afraid of this, but in this moment, in this task that I have have to achieve? Um, what do I need to be cautious of? What do I need to be aware of? It, it comes to something more that you're in control of. I need to be cautious because Marcus, who's a teammate that I played with 10 years ago, is one of the greatest right-handed hitters I've ever played with or against, can hit the ball about 120 miles an hour down at me. Okay, I'm aware of that. Now what am I going to do about it? As opposed to, oh my goodness, what happens when Marcus rifles a line shot in my direction? So, you know, coming back to the original point and the original statement when it comes to driving or learning anything, really, if you can come from a mindset of being cautious, you become a defensive driver. If you're afraid, then things start to scare you. Then you start getting jumpy. Then you start thinking irrationally and you, you actually hand over control to that which scares you. So... You know, again, as, as I had mentioned last week, I, I, while I hope that this is helpful for you in trying to consider where you're at and what you're trying to deal with in life uh, and how you can have the right mindset for doing that with the words that you choose, I, I need to do the same thing as well. This weekend, actually, Amelia and I are running a triathlon. And 
um, there's a tendency to be a little bit afraid of doing something like that for the first time. What I'm going to try to do is be more cautious. Know that I need to pace myself on, on every leg of the race, but know that I need to go fast enough so that I, I meet the benchmarks to be able to continue racing. Because if I don't finish the swim and I think it's 35 or 40 minutes, my day is over. So going into it, you want to be aware of all of the variables that are in play and doing something that, you know, it's going to be a little bit scary swimming a half a mile and biking 18 and running a 5K when it's all said and done. I'm hopeful that I'm just more cautious about how I go about doing it, the decisions that I make as I'm going through it, allowing myself to feel more in control of what I'm doing rather than just hoping that something doesn't go wrong. So I hope you enjoyed uh, this episode of Better Words, and I hope in some way this is being helpful to you. I know it's being helpful to me. I hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Better Words. Come on by next Thursday when we do this all over again. We'll pick a couple of different words and, and consider how the words that you choose might impact the way that you think and feel and act and behave and maybe put you in a, in a better place. 